Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time, 2023. This morning I want to steal some thoughts from Father Jerry Nere, S.J.'s wonderful book, Imagining Jesus in His Own Culture. He has a great way of showing Jesus' sense of humor in many of his parables. The parable of the sower in Luke has two sections. The first part about the sower sowing is undoubtedly from Jesus. The second part, relating the various qualities of the soil to the various kinds of human recipients, is most probably from the early church. Let's just focus on what Jesus said, the first section of the parable. Neri would have us imagine Jesus picking up a handful of sand when he begins the parable. Jesus throws some sand on one spot, and some gulls and crows swoop down to see if it is edible. No farmer would throw seed onto a path that is packed down by many feet where only scavenger birds will benefit from it. His audience is bemused. Then he throws more sand onto the stones on the shore, but there is little or no soil there, so the seed is fated to die of thirst. People are really laughing now. Then he throws sand into some brambles, which all know will smother a good part of the crop. The folks are guffawing now. What an insane farmer this is. But then he tosses some sand onto really good soil. He then says something outrageous, namely that this seed will yield 30, 60, and a hundredfold. Now, poor farmers, who make up a lot of Jesus' audience, had to do their subsistence farming working with relatively poor soil. Rich and powerful folks had most of the good soil. The most yield they could expect from what they worked is a five-fold increase from which next year's seed must be taken, animals fed, today's taxes paid in kind, and barter offered for items the farmer cannot himself make. So what Jesus isn't is saying about yield staggers the imagination. Well, Jesus doesn't introduce this parable with his familiar words, the reign of God may be compared to, it is clear that he is talking about the inbreaking reign of God as the utterly gratuitous offer of acceptance and love to all human beings, irrespective of their readiness to welcome that, mag- that enormous offer. It's good sometimes just to stop and relish the magnanimity of God's offer of acceptance and love without rushing to focus on our inadequate responses. The, good, great, the great good news is that every single human being who has ever lived, lives now, or will live on planet Earth is inseparably connected with the infinite abundance of life and love who is God. The inseparability, of course, is on God's side in relationship to us. It is we who are quite capable of separating ourselves from that abundance or living as if we are separated from it, that illusion that seems to run in our lives. 
The second or final coming of Christ will not be a matter of Christ now far from us coming definitively close to us, close to us. From his side, Christ cannot be closer to us than he is right now. It will be rather a matter of us finally letting go of our separated condition vis-a-vis God and becoming totally one with God and with each other and planet Earth through Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit.